Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. John Wycliffe was the first to protest. He was the first of a long line of protestants, Protestants. You see, he saw through the corruption of the papacy. He himself a Roman Catholic priest. He himself a preacher of the truth. But he realized the more he was at his craft, the less the people knew or could ever know about God. For the Bible was in a dead language known only by the clergy, and it was chained to a pulpit occupied by clergy. And this Latin Vulgate version of Scripture, known by the secret-minded clergy of that day, poured over the uh, uh, text, but actually did not teach it so that people could understand it. Wycliffe became growingly concerned about the ignorance of the populace, and he realized that that, mixed with the corruption of the ecclesiastical government, the people would never come to know the truth. He grieved that the scriptures were found only in the language of the clergy. To quote Jesus, he viewed the Pope and many of his fellow priests as whitewashed sepulchers. Outside, they appeared beautiful, but inside, they were full of dead men's bones. Blind guides, morally corrupt. The church, he felt, rather than instructing the people, kept the people in ignorance. He decided to do something about it, Wycliffe did. And he struck the spark by taking on the Herculean project of translating the old Latin Vulgate into the English vernacular. Horrendous task. He not only operated alone in the task, but he was abused, slandered, hated, viewed as a deviant, as a man who was out for no good. He was stripped of his professor of divinity at Oxford University. He was branded, and I quote, an instrument of the devil, the author of schism. But his immortal task was accomplished. Finally, while he was in exile, fighting against time and death. This innocent man with a heart for God and a mind that was exceedingly brilliant, wrote in the flyleaf of that ancient version these words, The Bible is translated and shall make possible a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Little did he realize that some 500 years later on a blood-drenched battlefield in a state named Pennsylvania in a country yet to be discovered, a struggling president of a new government would use those very words in the declaration of his Gettysburg Address. But they were not original with Lincoln. They were first penned by John Wycliffe, who struck the spark. He died peacefully. But his followers did not. By now, the protestants were growing in number. Rather than persecution assaulting and diminishing growth, it simply purified and, excelled, and, and accelerated it. By this time, there were numerous followers of Wycliffe. 
There was a growing number of men and women who were determined to stand alone even if it meant death, which indeed it did. Martyrdom became more and more the order of the day. We take for granted the freedom of reading the Bible in our own language. But the Bible came to us at a great cost. Men and women sacrificed their lives so that God's Word could be in the hands of the common people. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca. Lifetrack, where life and truth meet.